We're back for another episode of Adam Punk Riot, episode 28. It's a new day. It's early in the morning. Let's do it. If you follow our Instagram page, be sure to also follow the Burnouts Instagram. And that page is the official Instagram page for our new cartoon titled The Burnouts. Soon to be released by Adam Punk Riot Studios. And we don't have a release date yet, but it will be coming out. Currently in production. There's a test run on the page, a test run animation. It's not the final look. Um, go to Adam Punk Riot to check it out or The Burnouts. And you can spell that T-H-E-B-U-R-N-O-U-T-Z underscore. You can find that on Instagram. Um... Check out the Adam Punk Riot store on Etsy for Adam Punk Riot t-shirts and collectible comics. You know, collectible comics like Marvel Comics, DC Comics, any cool comics you can find at like any comic book store. You can also find from us too. So right now we have three posted and there are three comic book packs. So you'll get like with one purchase, you'll get three or five or two maybe. So be sure to check those out, too. We have new merch coming out soon. We're going to be posting up more shirts um, very soon also. And we have another one currently being worked on. So we'll have some more merch to, uh, to sell pretty soon. Today's show is mainly going to be all about movies. Um, you know, we, I would talk about movies with other guests and, you know, myself too so we haven't had another episode like that in a while and a lot of shit has really happened a lot of new movies being released a lot of things i've watched that i never even spoke about on here so we're gonna be doing some catching up and just get ready for all the excitement for new movies and shit like that that are coming out so i I figured we could start with the star wars shows coming out we got Bubba Fett coming out in December I think right let me let me look that date up it should be December but the trailer looked amazing it's a pretty cool new take on Bubba Fett and it seems like he's taking Jabba's place to Jabba's palace and it's his now so hell yeah that's gonna be fucking cool um the Ahsoka show Ahsoka, that's going to be a lot of interest. Uh, that's going to have a lot of like interesting stories to tell. I'm pretty sure because Ahsoka goes way back to you know Anakin being her master, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot. Maybe we're going to do a lot of like looking back at things, or maybe not. You know, it could just be where Ahsoka's at like currently in the Star Wars universe. Or what she's been through. Because I think The Mandalorian was what, like, after Empire Strikes Back. So, going back in the timeline, but a lot of cool things to come out of it. The Obi-Wan show, that's going to be cool. Um, we have rumors that Hayden Christensen is coming back. And he was Anakin in Episode 2, Episode 3. That's going to be pretty cool to see him return 
to the Star Wars role as Anakin Skywalker, when he was Anakin Skywalker. And Owen McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's fucking cool. That is insane. That's definitely going to bring back a lot of memories for a lot of people. Specifically, the people you know my age that grew up with the prequel Star Wars movies. Um, let's see. So that Boba Fett show does come out in December. Um, there's more rumors, too, about Hayden Christensen also returning as Anakin in the Ahsoka show. And that's why I think they're going to do a lot of looking back at to her when she was younger. And that's going to be pretty cool. I'm pretty sure he's going to have, like, he's going to be in one episode. And we're just going to see him apprenticing Ahsoka. Um, Marvel's What If. That was a very interesting show. That was really fucking cool. My favorite episode was Doctor Strange. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? That was probably the most, like, saddest moment in the MCU. Even though it was animated, that was a really sad episode. And one you can, you know, you just felt bad for Doctor Strange and almost didn't really blame him for going crazy and learning all of this dark magic, just doing whatever it took to get Rachel back. <clears throat> oh, Rachel McAdams. I forgot her I forgot her character's name in Doctor Strange. But, yeah, that was a very sad episode. And then he just ended up destroying the whole world and putting himself in this kind of purgatory. But how about that last episode, too, with Vision... Vision Ultron, that was insane. That's a very good episode because I never even thought about that. You know, and I never even expected that to be a what if episode. But the problem, one thing that I thought was like very like crazy was that was the scene in particular when Thanos or shows up or Vision runs into Thanos with the gauntlet and then he just like fucking splits him in half with the mind stone that was that was a what the fuck moment right there because if vision wasn't all fucked up in infinity war that's all he really had to do could have easily taken out thanos but yeah that scene kind of just fucked me up a little bit but that was amazing how like crazy he was and he was like going into the multiverse and he was like (laughs) Become, he was able to see the Watcher. I thought that was really fucking cool. You know, he's a lot bigger than what he was, you know, and he just has that constant need of humans must be destroyed, you know, a world full of metal and shit like that. That was a cool episode, crazy episode, really crazy. <clears throat> but let's be honest, if, like, the people he had facing him... I mean, I don't know. In reality, I think no matter what Vision Ultron would have won, <laughs> he would have completely destroyed us. The first episode of What If was amazing too, with Peggy Carter as Captain uh, Captain Britain, Captain America. That 
was an, a tremendous episode a very fucking cool one and that's another uh like possibility i never even thought of either was we know if one little thing was different uh, this it could have changed a whole lot of other moments and the peggy carter Catherine Britton, was awesome she was a very cool character um shang chi i saw that when it came out and that was so fucking cool i'm a big fan of kung fu movies and shang chi's like the martial arts in the movie was outstanding and the story was really cool too um i feel like it it was definitely different definitely different it it sort of brought back the feeling of the way i felt when guardians of the galaxy came out i was really excited to see it but it it was so different that it completely takes you out of the world of um of iron man hulk captain america thor you know you're showing us new characters and that are involved with these other characters that you love so much and it Shang-Chi brought that feeling back to me. And it was cool to have Wong in there from Doctor Strange and Abomination. Like, who would have thought Abomination shows up in Shang-Chi? You know, and him and Wong are, like, kind of cool, too. Like, they're just fighting for money. But that was amazing. That was insane. And while I'm on the subject of Abomination, there were rumors that were released... Um, not too long ago, actually, maybe like a week ago, about a World War Hulk movie being in production in the MCU. And okay, that will be an insane story and has so much to do with like the multiverse Um, and well, you know, like. It's so crazy because we're going to see Bruce Banner really take on different forms. Because in Shang-Chi, he sh- Bruce Banner showed up at the end in Bruce Banner form. You know, he wasn't smart Hulk anymore. And, you know, he had his cast on and shit on the, on the arm that was fucked up from when he snapped um, Iron Man's gauntlet. But it was kind of funny. Like, <clears throat> like when you go back and look at that movie... He has that arm uh, cast on, but his arm doesn't even look like messed up. <laughs> like he doesn't have like an actual cast on. It's like it's it looks like it's missing a piece or something. It just looks kind of weird to me. I feel like you can totally tell that his arm isn't messed up. <laughs> but that was cool. And Captain Marvel appeared. Was it Captain Marvel? I think it was Captain Marvel that appeared at the end of Shang-Chi. That is going to be pretty cool. Wondering, like, knowing, like, how Shang-Chi will be involved and be a part of what I'm assuming will be the new Avengers. And there were, um, there were other rumors about, I think it was official, I don't think it was a rumor, they, they are doing a new Avengers movie. 
and it's titled um, The New Avengers Illuminati. And Illuminati was a series, and it's like a team-up of Marvel characters, too. And it's what that title basically said, The New Avengers. <clears throat> so we got a lot of cool things happening in, um, in the MCU currently. And if you go look at, um, you know, from the things that happened in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier with Zemo coming out of prison to help Captain America, or uh, I mean Falcon, because he wasn't Captain America yet when when he first appeared in the show. With Falcon and Winter Soldier and him coming up with it, like, teaming up with them i thought that was so fucking cool zemo's like a really cool character and i liked how he was very different in this show compared to the to how he was in captain america civil war you know in civil war he was really out for revenge he was really just really trying to outsmart these guys and really come up with a plan to get them to hate each other and he was very just seemed like a very dark character that's all he was concerned about. You never thought about okay, what, um, what's his life like outside of that movie or before those events? So with him kind of being cool with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and he he goes back to prison. Um, there was like a little tease that he was gonna break out i have to watch the show again i don't remember but at the end of black widow the woman that appears in falcon and winter soldier to um what's his name john walker u.s agent it should yeah it shows john walker's story of becoming u.s agent and the the lady from seinfeld I forgot. I don't know her character's name. I think Madame Hydra. Um, she appears and she makes John Walker U.S. agent. She shows up at the end credits or the post credit scene of Black Widow um, going up to Natasha's sister. And she tells them who she tells her who killed um natasha romanoff who killed black widow and she reveals a picture of hawkeye so they have like their own like team up sort of go she has a madam hydra has a team up plan of villains coming together you know she's sort of like the nick fury assembling her team and that's gonna be really cool to see that's gonna be really awesome I forgot the name of the team up. If I remember, um, I I don't think I will remember. But if I can look it up later on, and actually, fuck it, I can look it up right now. Okay, Madam Hydra team up. Let's see what it, what's going on. Um, damn. I don't know. Serpent Squad? That doesn't sound right. Dark Avengers? That would be really cool. I think it's the Serpent Squad, though. So we got Baron Zemo. 
Natasha's sister, and th- this is gonna be, they're gonna, this is gonna happen later on in the movies. So this is the Avengers team up all over again. So we're gonna have to wait years for this. You know, Avengers took like what four years to, since Iron Man to happen. So there's gonna be a lot of time with these movies, and it's gonna be insane because there, there's a whole another saga coming out. The multiverse saga. WandaVision was a pretty good show. Uh, I remember when it first started, I wasn't really getting into it just because of how slow they were moving. But I knew something was going to happen, you know, from all the rumors and the way the show starts out. um, You know, you know something's going to happen. And boy, did it... Did it end up... Did it... Sorry. Did it end up working because... Like, White Vision, that's fucking cool. You know he's going to come back. Anti-Vision, I didn't. I guess that's what they call him. One funny thing, though, about that show was all of the memes that came out of it. They had... <laughs> I think it was because of that episode with Vision in the sweater. And there were, like, Photoshop photos of them putting, like, grills and chains on him. Calling him Vishon. <laughs> And they had that um, that same that they had that scene where um, you know Wanda's watching Malcolm in the Middle. I think it's no, it's not Malcolm in the Middle. Crap, maybe it is. I think it was Malcolm in the Middle. Because um, I I just think I'm getting lost because of the meme. I think it was a joke. I don't know. Fuck it. But Vision telling her, Wanda something about, like, how um, love is but something persevering, whatever the fuck. Damn it, I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. Okay, let's just skip on to the next thing. WandaVision was... Half, half the episodes were amazing, while, like, the other half were, like, kind of boring. But it was a really badass show. Loki was I was having a lot of trouble getting into Loki at first. I thought the last episode was amazing with He Who Remains, who is King the Conqueror. And um well his other variants are King the Conqueror. But that was cool. They officially unleashed the multiverse. And that's what I loved about that episode. It was kind of hard to get into though. Honestly, like I kept falling asleep with the whole like throughout the whole show every time I tried to watch it. But you know, like I said, last episode was amazing, and I'm excited for King the Conqueror. Um, the Hawkeye show, that is going to be cool, too. It looks pretty good to me. Like, I know, like, people might think, like, oh, Hawkeye show, like, fuck Hawkeye, or, you know, he's boring, he's a boring character. This show looked pretty good, and the fact that they added Christmas, I think, was perfect, because if he is kind of a boring character, everybody loves Christmas, you know? But I don't think... The show is going to be boring. I think the show is going to be really good. And that comes out very soon, too. I think November 19th, it comes out. November 19th, Hawkeye. Um, the Eternals. I haven't seen the movie yet. I've heard mixed reviews about the movie. But I'll give it, I'll give it a sh- shot. You know, I'm not the kind of guy that fucking hates on movies unless they like really suck but 
Even then, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go out and complain because the movie sucked. You know, like, if I don't like a movie, I just won't say anything. I'm not going to go on the internet and say how bad it is. Because that's really rude and very shitty, a shitty thing to do, you know? Like, imagine if you created something and the people were just talking shit about it. And, you know, like, I don't know. It's like, why even say anything? Like, if you don't like it, just don't say anything. But I will give this movie a shot. My father has seen it. He said it was pretty good. A little boring, but pretty good. And hey, man, if it as long as it continues the MCU story, I'm all for it. I'm down to see what what's happening. But I know it might be kind of difficult getting into new characters that are supposed to be involved with the other characters that we're more familiar with. Um, but they do mention, like, Thanos, and Thanos' brother shows up at the end, the post credit scene. He's a good guy. Like, if anybody's wondering, like, oh shit, Thanos' brother, he's, he's a fucking villain, he's gonna destroy the world. No, he's actually a good guy, and a member of the Eternals. So, next movie, though, that comes out. And this is the movie everybody has been waiting for. The movie of the century, so to speak. Spider-Man No Way Home. And this movie might be really hyped up. And we might not get things that we are really hoping for. And by that, I mean Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showing up in the movie. This is the thing. Like, that's all everybody wants to see. You could probably make the movie, like, suck. And as long as you had Tobey Maguire in it, like, it would be really good. (laughs) Tobey and Andrew Garfield, too. I think that's just what everybody wants to see. They want to see Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield sharing the same screen and like that's what i want you know and i just want a scene with them all fucking fighting the sinister six if that's what they're supposed to be so so far we do have dr octopus from the sam raimi trilogy showing up and that alone is like what the fuck like how does like there's gonna be so much nostalgia coming from that i wonder if they're gonna have scenes from spider-man 2 Sort of like explaining like how he even fucking got there in the multiverse. What he saw. You know what I mean? Maybe like when he went through the water. See, and that that would be where to introduce Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So if they explain how Dr. Octopus got to the bridge and saw Peter Parker. Like maybe the ending where he just sinks into the water with the sun that he created maybe it's like a portal to that bridge he just escapes and now he's in this different world he's in the mcu world and he's ready to fucking kick some ass you know he's even more like he's even crazier than he was in the fucking movie in spider-man 2 the green goblin willem dafoe showing up that is amazing. That dude has been a part of my childhood from 
Spider-Man from uh, Boondock Saints. Him returning as the Green Goblin is going to be mind-blowing, too. Then you have Electro, Jamie Foxx's Electro showing up. That's going to be badass. You know, they're going to do, like, a different version of him. He won't be blue. So we got Electro coming back. Um, One question I do have, though. So I haven't seen the Venom movies. I haven't seen either of them. I heard really good things about them, and I really want to see it. It's just one of those movies that I haven't gotten around to seeing. Even to this fucking day, Venom 1 came out years ago. <laughs> um, and I will give it a shot. Just whenever it's my time. But I was interested in the Venom 2 post credit scene. With him showing up in the MCU. And it's the ending from Far From Home. So that that like gives that I the question I have is is he supposed to be in no way home and nobody's really even expecting it. I think he is like he has to be in no way home. But if he is, is it a cameo scene or like are him and Venom gonna get his own movie? Like this movie's gonna be fucking crazy because like if he shows up in no way home also just for like a small scene, that's like holy shit. It's going to be fucking mind-blowing. And I can imagine it already. Tom Hardy in the MCU is Venom. And from what the things Tom Holland has said, he said things like that this movie isn't going to be fun. It's going to be dark and sad. Maybe sort of like the Empire Strikes Back type vibe. Um, And it's going to be a long movie. It's going to be almost three hours. Which is sick because Endgame was three hours long. This movie I'm super hyped for. And I will definitely talk about it when I see that movie. It's supposed to be Spider-Man Endgame. I think that's what Kevin Feige said. Or somebody from the produ- production team said that. Um, Let's see what we got so far. So the story on that movie. There was rumors. Um... There was, I'll tell you what I've read, and I don't remember the source that it came from. So, And I promise I'm not making this up. This is from what some other guy is making up. This is just what I, what I read. Um, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is supposed to be the bad guy. The main villain, overall. Um, that's what I remember. <laughs> and the ending... Had this big old fight at the Statue of Liberty. And I think the Green Goblin ends up killing Ned. And and uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man actually dies. I've heard rumors about Miles Morales showing up too. Which would be very interesting. And that would be a very cool way to continue like the next trilogy of Spider-Man movies. Throw in Spider-Man Miles Morales as the main character. Um, so Ned is supposed to die and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is supposed to die and um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man like gets really upset and I think he almost tries to kill Green Goblin but Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man stops him and tells him not to and tell just 
explains to him that he's basically exactly like the Green Goblin if, you know, he does such a thing as that, as, you know, to kill the Green Goblin, even though if he did murder your friend and your new friend. And that those were the rumors I read so far. But from what they're saying, you know, Andrew Garfield is denying the hell out of him even being in the movie. Tobey Maguire also. But that's also... That could also mean that they are in the movie. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm still recording this on my phone. And somebody called and completely ruined what I was doing. And, okay. I don't really remember the last thing I was talking about. But, yeah, so... Those were all the rumors of Spider-Man No Way Home that I know of at the moment. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fucking roller coaster of a movie. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited for that. And it comes out in a month. What the fuck? This is crazy. I remember reading about these movies coming out when I was a kid. And now I'm 24 and this shit's going to come out in a month. Time really flies by. Uh, Morbius. I haven't seen the trailer. Jared Leto. You know, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. I, I'm excited for this. It. I remember seeing Morbius in the old, uh, like '90s, Spider-Man cartoon. And he was a really cool fucking character. Morbius is the shit. Um, let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 began filming. It's going to be a really cool movie too. Interesting movie. Apparently I read that the story... Um, I'm not sure what the story is going to be about. But there's going to be some more focus on Rocket Raccoon. And he's going to have a love interest. And I think I've said this in the past episodes. So I'm interested to see that. The holiday special should be coming out soon too. This is going to be before... Um, the Guardians Volume 3 movie comes out. Um, I'm excited to see what that is. That's going to come out on Disney Plus. Um, and that's going to be very interesting. It's a very, very interesting live action. So we'll see the cast return. They should make it, like, really bad, like the Star Wars holiday special. So I've tried watching that, and I remember posting that last Christmas when I saw it, and it was a terrible movie. Nobody, don't watch it. Whatever you do, don't watch it. Save yourself the pain. The first half is, like, Wookiee talk anyway with no subtitles, so we you're just hearing Wookiee noises, and you're not really getting any fun out of it. Okay, so... The next thing I'm going to talk about is not really movie-related. It's video game-related. And I know I said in the episode, this today's episode is going to be about movies, but we're going to talk about a couple of video games that I found very interesting and I'm really excited for, and I need to get a PlayStation 5 to get this, to get these games. It's two video games I want to mention. Spider-Man 2 video game. Holy shit. You're going to have two Spider-Man. Two Spider-Men. Miles Morales. 
and Spider-Man, Peter Parker. You're going to get these two characters. Maybe I wonder if you'll be, you'll be able to play as both of them, you know, kind of switch between characters. Or if it's just a Spider-Man game and then they're going to do a, Sp- a Spider-Man and Miles Morales 2 video game. They could, you know, they totally could. Venom coming out. This is crazy. Tony Todd voicing Venom. This is going to be the shit. Because the game looks fucking cool. And I'm just interested to see who is Venom. You know, who will be Venom? Will it be Eddie Brock or is it going to be Harry Osborn? Sort of like what they teased at the end of Spider-Man. And it was weird because, you know, you see Harry Osborn in the, the Green Goblin tank. Like being, uh, you know, with like breathing masks and shit like that. So like he's... In that tank, most likely him being the Green Goblin. And you see the Venom symbiote inside of it. So what? It, like, what is he? Is he a mix? Is he Green Goblin Venom? That would be fucking crazy. So Venom's going to be the main villain because he's enough to handle, you know, more than the Sinister Six. From, compared, you know, from the first movie. This is going to be a lot of fun. Wolverine video game. Holy shit. Like, I was a big fan of the Wolverine video games growing up. I I played, I think it was the X-Men 2 video game for PlayStation 2. And it was it was Wolverine. I think it was called X-Men 2 um, Wolverine's Revenge or something like that. That game was fun. It was really hard for me at, at the time, but a lot of fun. And then they came out with the X-Men Origins video game. Well, X-Men Origins Wolverine video game. And that was so fucking cool. That was so fun. Very brutal. I imagine if this game... Um, when this game comes out, that it'll be a story-based game. As compared... As opposed to being uh, like an open-world game like Spider-Man. Or if it is an open-world game, that would be really cool too. To see Wolverine in a new concept. You know, you'll be able, be able to play as Wolverine in an open-world that would be a lot of fun. But these two games I'm really excited for. Um, Clerks 3. Clerks 3 is filming. It will be done soon. I grew up with Clerks. I grew up with Kevin Smith's work. My dad was a big fan. I'm really excited to see Dante and Randall you know back at work i remember um you know right now i'm cooking and i'm working hard in the kitchen i remember what it was like you know being at get heb or being at like other jobs too it's not giving a fuck you know really just like hating it and you bonded with your coworkers over how much you hated your job and um you know clerks was a really fun movie to watch and it almost made me it made me like going to work specifically just to hate my job like I liked going to work just to talk shit about my job just to you know like not do what the boss tells you to do because you know and you're still working there and they're just putting up with your shit uh, I loved watching Clerks and it was one of the movies that um, inspired me to write and to want to make a movie So, I can't wait for Clerks 3. 
the Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman film. Um, well, it's not his film, but he's in the film as Batman. It's Matt Reeves' his Batman film. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Robert Pattinson as Batman. Um, I think he'd, he'd be a really good Bruce Wayne. He, like, complete, he actually, you know, he might get a lot of hate. Or maybe not, you know, because the Twilight thing is pretty old. But if, like, he does still get a lot of hate for the Twilight thing, like, come on. Like, we have to get past it because that was years ago. You know, this guy is just trying to move on with his life. And, you know, a lot of people like the Twilight movies. They're really successful, so I'm pretty sure him as Batman. They're going to be fucking hyped to see him as Batman. And I, like I said, I think he's a really good-looking Bruce Wayne. Like, I, he can totally fit the fit the image. Matt Reeves is bringing, a, a, like, a very dark comic book, year one type of tone to the movie, I feel like. And it, it's so awesome. That's really cool. The Riddler, you know, you never expected the Riddler to be the bad guy. There's the Penguin in there, and... Um, I forgot the actor's name that plays the penguin. Oh, Colin Farrell. That that's so crazy because Colin Farrell, the way he looks in this movie, like he's completely changing his appearance. I'm going all out for for this role. So I'm really excited for that. He's a really good actor. Um. I think that movie comes out early 2022. Can't wait for that movie. Cobra Kai Season 4. Okay, so... I wasn't really big into the Karate Kid films. Um, I started... No, I didn't really... I didn't like the movie. I thought it was a bad 80s movie. You know, so I never watched it. I've never seen, like, I just assumed I didn't like the movie. Um, I was shown Cobra Kai. And Cobra Kai was an awesome show. Like, I, I found it very funny. I thought it was very cool. The tone shifted from Karate Kid. Now it's, you know, it's more like today's day and age style humor. Um, it's a soap opera. It really gets you invested into the characters that it's, um, you know, that they're that they have on the screen, and you really feel for them, and you really root for them. The first season was really cool. You know, it was more about Johnny and um, Daniel Larusso. Like, it was more about their relationship, about them running into each other. And what it's really doing. And also about Miguel and him um, learning to fight, gain confidence, and stand up for himself. And, you know, he... And it shows Cobra Kai's success. You know, they're uh, because of Miguel, they're getting more students. And then they end up going to All-Valley. And Miguel becomes the All-Valley champ. Um, but there's also, you know, it goes more into Johnny's life, too. And I, I thought it was very interesting to make a show about Johnny rather than um, Daniel LaRusso. Season two was, 
you know, what happened after the All Valley with Miguel winning, and, you know, Robbie, who's um, Johnny's kid, feels very, like, neglected by his father. And uh, he's doing, he's working with Daniel LaRusso, you know, joining his uh, karate dojo, sort of just to get back at his father, or to get to annoy his father, you know, um, so there's still that troubled relationship between them. And then John Kreese comes back. It's like, okay, John Kreese is back in Cobra Kai. The the mean, ruthless um, sensei, you know, whose his fight experiences come from the military. So he's a lot harder on on the kids and shit like that so he comes back and he's causing all this trouble you know he's trying to get on johnny's good he's trying to get on johnny's good side he tricks johnny and then at the end of that season he takes over cobra kai (laughs) and then you have season three cobra kai they had this big fight at the school and then miguel got badly injured falling off um, a flight of stairs from the second story hitting a pole you know his back hitting a pole and he just ends up in a coma, and it causes all of this drama. So the two jo- dojos have drama. And yeah, at the end of this season, they finally fucking Johnny fights Crease. The Russo fights Crease. And they all agree on whoever wins the All Valley tournament. If they win, if. Johnny and LaRusso win the All-Valley Tournament. John Kreese will leave. So the next season, he's bringing back other old characters from Karate Kid 3. Specifically, uh, Terry Silver, the guy with the long hair. And so that's going to be very very interesting. And this show, I'm very excited for the season. It comes out New Year's Eve, I think. The funny thing I will say about Terry Silver's character... I found it a bit odd, so... I was watching Karate Kid 3, and the movie's not a good movie, but, you know, sometimes you end up just watching not good movies, and the Karate Kid 3 was kind of a fun movie, you know, like, especially if you're stoned. If you're stoned, watch bad movies, it makes them, like, ten times fun because of how funny they are, and Terry Silver's character, I remember he was trying to lure daniel larusso into cobra kai as a joke you know to like just to fuck with him and he's giving him like this very like he's bringing a lot of weird vibes to the table very disturbing vibes you know like in this movie larusso's a kid you know and this guy's like trying to like it looks like he's trying to seduce him in a very weird way um and i couldn't tell what I was really watching when I was watching the movie. It seemed a bit odd. It seemed like he wanted to be LaRusso's boyfriend or like rape him or something. I don't know. Anyway, Cobra Kai season four. Let's do it. Can't wait. Scream five. So I've never been really into the Scream movies and I just never watched them. You know, I didn't think they were bad or anything like that. I just never watched them. And I thought there were more horror movies as opposed to like having some humor in in them. I did I didn't know that scary movie wasn't even like far off from Scream. <laughs> like it's the exact same movie basically. Just with scary movie has more like naked gun type humor. 
I don't know what you would want to call that. But Scream 5, I'm excited for. This Halloween, um, last month, I started watching them. Well, I saw the sec- a little bit of the second one, and I saw the fourth one. And I saw the MTV show, the third season of the MTV show Scream. I didn't like the other two because, well, I tried giving season one a watch of Scream. But Ghostface isn't even in the movie. You know, his mask isn't in the movie, so... I figured, well, this isn't Scream. Season 3 was really good, though. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, Yeah, so Scream 5, I'm excited for it. I was getting into the movies. Now I'm really hyped. Scream 5. So for today's episode, that's pretty much it. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Just talk about movies, you know, kind of catch up on the things that we've missed, that I haven't talked about, and what we have coming out. So I will do another episode, um, maybe later on in the week or next week. So stay tuned for that. And I'll also be on the lookout for merch and comics on our Adam Punk Riot store. Follow us on Instagram, Adam Punk Riot, all one word, and follow the burnouts. It's... The burnouts lowercased with an underscore at the end and a Z instead of the S. So it's T H E B U R N O U T Z underscore. <laughs> I forgot to how to spell burnouts for a second. But yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you were listening, and stay safe.